0: Alrighty, folks, welcome back to Behind the Buttons, our show where we take you behind the buttons of what goes into building the fastest growing media company, at least in upstate New York. That's two buttons deep. And I'm Jack. And today I am joined by Drew and Taylor. Got Jonah on the board coming to you from my apartment in Schenectady. And I forgot, Granny is also here as well. The award winning wiener dog.
1: That's true. That's like a legitimate cameo. If people see her on our content, they know she's a champion.
0: Yeah. She's a golden button winner, uh, a retired race dog, and she's here just vibing out right now.
1: <laughs> retired race dog. That's actually oh, very funny.
0: What do you guys think of the new, the new digs? Oh, I'm
2: feeling the spot. It's it's super nice. You got the porch view. I like the the restaurants that you have local by. I'm not going to say it because they don't give it the spot, but you got a lot of <laughs> dopes, like good stuff around walking distance and all that so
1: is this your first time here
2: no it's my second time but it, this is my first time that it's actually nice out we're chilling on the porch it's not cold so i'm actually getting to feel the vibe of the spot better this time you know
0: drew was here i think you took the first steps in this apartment drew helped me move oh there you go and it was it was an empty slate and i think you walked in first and uh i think he called it a big boy crib it is a big boy crib.
1: <laughs> Father and son moving co. Actually, I feel like it's a good time to check in cuz the last time we did a show in Schenectady not mine, you were just announcing that you were moving. So what is your like however many months update on living here?
0: Uh, so far, great. I what the biggest thing I've noticed about Schenectady is it's the biggest sense of community I've ever felt. And that, that sounds corny as hell to say, but I've lived in Troy, I've lived in Albany, and that's the only reason I moved to Schenectady, to complete the Tri-City Circuit. And it's just every business owner has been enthusiastic about me being here and, you know, asking about how we can collaborate and stuff. Everyone just kind of wants to work together here. And it's a mm-hmm. kind of a, a brick-by-brick mentality here. But I genuinely feel I'm at in Schenectady at the right time. A lot of cool coffee shops and things are popping up. And uh, I'm excited to, to be here. I just had a meeting before this, and uh, the person was like, you know, Schenectady is going to benefit from my presence and our presence here just as much so I'm excited uh, for it not to be winter kind of been cooped up here and uh, gonna explore a lot more we just launched around Schenectady and we're we're gonna shock the Electric City.
1: That's kind of how I feel I feel like you really can bring legitimate value like even though you're not a personality on camera all the time you're still jack from two buttons deep and I think for you it's kind of like almost a nicer approach to like walk in and like, they don't expect that you're like doing anything in the moment, but like they look at you, they recognize you and they get to have a conversation with you kind of like outside of the, like uh, not that they're not starstruck because they might be, but I just think it's nice to like see your face in this city, make that connection. And then kind of as a business owner resident kind of feel what that would mean long-term for people knowing that what we do primarily really is positive and fun. And um, I think that's kind of a cool part of what you're doing here.
2: And I think it's cool that you lived in the different spots. You lived in Troy. You lived in Albany. So you, you've actually been able to, I guess, like, speak confidently in all the spots that you go to. So I don't think anybody's really done that where they've lived in each spot and documented each spot actually living there. So that's a, new, a different perspective. So it's cool that you in Schenectady now. I like it because I, I don't really go to Schenectady. So I see myself coming out here more. So,
1: what will it take to get you to do Saratoga as number four? In all honesty, we never really talked about this. It's not the Tri-City Circuit, but.
0: Um, to be, ah. Uh, it's not nice. off the table. No, I think if I'm to go north of the Twins, it'd be Glens Falls.
1: With a quick pit stop. Maybe do a sublet in Saratoga for like a summer or something and then jump to Glens Falls.
0: Saratoga doesn't need me.
1: Yeah, but they, they want they, I mean, they've got
0: the botanista. It's yeah. the
1: opposite though, where I feel like I, I would just be so curious because I think you would love it for so many reasons. I mean, you like that uh kind of bootstrapping it vibe, which is why it's not your immediate draw. But in terms of like being able to go walk your dogs and like do shit, be out of your apartment. I'm just saying keep it on the table. Well,
0: Saratoga's in first first place, and I kind of embody the fifth like bootstrapping. I I embody the fifth place mentality. Okay. Of, you know, I was in Troy in twenty sixteen. We, you know, we basically got begged to move to downtown Albany, which we did. And now that's on the up and up and never thought in a million years I'd live in Schenectady. Yeah, I would love to live in Saratoga. They're open on Sundays. There's a lot of reasons to go there. That's true. Um, It's not off the table, but I think for those reasons, I'd probably do Glens Falls next 2025. We'll see.
1: You sound like Mark Cuban on Shark Tank. And for those reasons, I'm out. (laughs) That's fair. And I'll accept that.
0: I do love Glens Falls, though.
1: And I do love Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, if you're listening,
2: and I know that you are. Listen, I thought it was wild when you said you were moving to Schenectady. Like, I I haven't really seen much come out of Schenectady. I don't come here that often, I guess. So for him to move out here, I was like, what are you moving out there for? I know. Like, it just threw me off. So now that he's out here and I'm actually walking around more and checking out the local businesses around here. um, We went to go check out Simone's Kitchen and then... I found another one of my favorite spots, which is the Bear and Bird Gallery, where they sell like cool screen printed prints and artwork and stuff. So, and that's like one of my local, like a local spot that I now love. And I would have never found that if I didn't go to Simone's and check out Schenectady, So I got
1: one for Drew, where we gotta take him in Schenectady. I know he'd love it. What spot? First Prize Mike's hot dogs.
2: It's just like a. Oh my there yet. god!
1: It's just like a next gritty, greasy. Hot dog with chili on it, French fries, like fresh fried right in front of you. It's like a diner, but like just that kind of food. I mean, they have other food too, but I feel like if we took Drew there, he would be totally bought in.
0: You like getting dogged up? Yeah, I'm down to get glizzied up, so I'm ready. Uh, And shout out Stewart's. For respecting the fact that Mike's is a legendary business, it's the only Stewarts that does not sell hot dogs because they wow. don't want to compete.
1: Yeah, they can't. Really? They can I mean, they yeah. can't compete.
0: They, they, they do Come not on. sell. They do not sell hot dogs at the Erie Boulevard location. See, that's true. That's like
2: upstanding, true business, gentleman business. I feel like, and that's the long, That's why Stewarts has got so much of a longevity for them doing that for the local.
0: I never knew that. That's really cool. Yeah. All right, so I'll tell you, uh, I think I guess this could be my pit. We'll get into peaks and pits next. Um, So I'm trying to get acquainted with Schenectady. And obviously, now that the spring and the warm weather's coming, I'll be able to do a lot more exploring. But a couple weeks ago, I went out solo. And I'm like, I just, you know, want to go to some new bars, meet some owners, and just, you know, kind of get acquainted here. And I'm like, I want to find Schenectady's best dive bar. And I go out, and there's this one bar on google that literally says dive bar so i'm like it's gotta be good and i walk all the way there it's called the sawmill and i walk in it's like nine o'clock on a saturday night there's probably a dozen people there just playing pool hanging out and it's just as divey as a dive bar gets nobody acknowledged me
1: like even to serve you a drink?
0: Nope. There was no bartender. They were just hanging out. It's almost like nobody owned the place and they were just hanging out there. Nobody looked at me. So would you come in like I'm Jack from Two Buns? No, Why isn't would, somebody serving me? I like, would I would never flex like that. Okay, I just walked okay. in like like I'm 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 just a citizen. It's in the stockade district and they were having a great time, but like it's not like I mean the, the, the door jingled, there's a bell on it. Like I was not quiet. Yeah. I didn't say anything, but I'm just standing there and I said, All right. I'm going to give this one minute and then I'm going to leave. And nobody, nobody even looked. Nobody's, nobody even gave me a glance.
3: Really? And
0: I just walked out. That's how dive bar it was. I didn't even want people there.
1: That gives me like American (laughs) Legion vibes. Like maybe you were at like a Polish American club or something. Because like other than that, like that's not even possible. I feel like Palais Royale in Albany can give you a similar effect because it feels like homey and like there's usually kind of a ragtag crew behind the bar there and like the first time I ever went to that bar, they explained to me like it doesn't get busy until like post yeah. 2 a.m. Yeah. So like it was dead and I wasn't expecting that for like kind of a, a well-known dive bar. But I feel like you got to give them another chance because like the sawmill, stockade, I don't know what else would be a dive bar in Schenectady. I don't know. Did you find it? Well, how did your night go on after that? Oh, I went home. You just went home?
0: <laughs> I, I had it's made a few world. stops before. Oh. Um, I
1: was like, you're in pursuit of the best dive bar, and you just yeah. strike out on the first one.
0: No, there's there's two places in the stockade right across from each other. It was really the only bars. Sawmill's little on the outskirts, but um, I did hit the other two bars. So I was already two drinks deep. It was it was getting late, so I called it a night. What
1: about that Clinton's Ditch one or whatever? Is Clinton's that open? Clinton's Ditch, that's
0: good, yeah. That's off Erie Boulevard. Eight yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Met a very nice couple there. Uh first time I went there with, with Hannah and uh would recommend it.
1: Yeah, there's a couple places in yeah, Snecks there uh, on my list.
0: Swing that back and try that again. Sawmill. Maybe yeah. we should all go. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we should, we should all just go. Do a podcast yeah. there because no one's gonna bother us.
1: Yeah, be unignorable, I guess. <laughs> if that's a word.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Speaking so of Palais Royale. Should we tell that story, Jonah? I don't know, you tell me. Should we? Did I I don't think you've heard of this story. So. Oh man, I, like Palo I Palo heard Royale, it. Right? I
1: couldn't wait any longer. Jack mentioned this before our last taping of this show, and he never got around to it. So he left me on like a real deal cliffhanger.
0: This was a this was a, a pit of our last time. All right, I'll bring it up. So after Jonah's event, we go to Palais Royale, and Taylor said that's like the ultimate dive bar in Albany. And we're sitting at the end of the bar. I'm having why I love Palais Royale is because I have Sam. Sam Adams cherry wheat my all time Favorite beer not many places carry it So I'm enjoying my cherry wheat And this kid comes up to me And he's like hey are you Jack from Two Buttons Deep And I'm like yes I am he goes You're corny and I hate everything you do (laughs) What And I'm, I'm like oh god And he's standing up over me And then he goes to shake my hand But since he's standing over me his hand is like Right in my face and I'm like I don't know what this dude's deal is I don't know what he's on so we literally just gave him the cold shoulder. Like, I, you know, if, if we were face-to-face, I would have said something, but we were just like, we all just like shook our head and looked away. Yeah. And this kid gets the hint, walks back, and then he sits down with his friend, and his friend is wearing the biggest cowboy hat Albany has ever <laughs> seen. Like straight from the Midwest, full-fledged cowboy hat. And then this dude who had great disdain for us. And then it was so awkward the entire time. They're clearly just talking, looking at us, talking, looking at us down at the other end of the bar. So I finish up my Sam Adams. And on our way out, it's, you know, midnight or so. It's pretty late. I'm just like, what have we done that is so corny that would make this guy want to come up, interrupt us in public, and say that to me? So I go up to him, tap him on the shoulder, and I'm like... Hey man, I honestly I just wanna know. Like, what have we done that is so corny that made you wanna say that? And he like squares up with me thinking we're gonna fight and he goes, All you do is suck Stuart's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and without missing a beat, I look him right in the eyes, I go, You're telling me you don't like going to Stuart's
1: <laughs> all time burn.
0: And then he gets, he gets all hot and bothered. Hum. And, uh, then he tried to kick me out of the bar. He goes, get out of the bar. And then I'm like, you can't kick me out of the bar. And at this point, the bartenders are like, like trying to reach over. They clearly know him. They're like, I don't want to say his name, but they're like, oh, you know, trying to calm him down. And they're like, you can't kick him out. Like you, you did absolutely nothing wrong. And then he pushes me. And then Jonah comes in and they were, they were trying to escalate the situation and, uh, so I'm like, all right, like I'm not getting in a fight over this. So I take out a sticker and I throw, right, I like toss it. I'm like, thanks for following along. And we leave, and I'm the last one out the door. And right before I shut the door, I look back in and I go, your friend's hat? Now that's corny.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I slam the door. And then I, I thought we were gonna rumble in the streets. I heard them yeah. so inside, they're like, <laughs> Just going off inside, but oh my uh, God. yeah, we don't really encounter straight up haters too often in public. But uh, that was a memorable one. I and mean,
1: come on, you got to give it to Jack for those two oh. burn that reaction of your hats, corny. I mean, yeah. just incredible. I'm horrible under pressure, n- not uh, in this performative sense, but like in I don't, I'm not a confrontational person, so I'm really, really bad at stuff like that. And Jack said, this is like your second or third kind of like public encounter. And it's definitely the best. I would rank this one as a, as a top.
2: I'm waiting for it to happen when I'm around. I want to see it when I'm around. That's you know, what like. I, I said
1: to Jack. I go, I wonder what would happen if Drew was there. Yeah,
0: now nah, I'm on it, bro. I'm Jonah gonna... was on it. I, I got to give props to Jonah. He, he stepped right in, but I'm like, this is not worth a physical altercation.
1: Jonah's a good, like, mediator. Like, I feel like you're always, like, middle ground. Like, even when Jack and I argue and stuff, like, he... You, you do are you do a good job of being respectful of both sides, but you're just like, all right, let's just move on from this.
3: Yeah, I, I wanted to help this poor fella because it's like you have this golden opportunity. <laughs> you have such a problem with what we do that here you are face-to-face with Jack from Two Buttons Deep and all you have is you're corny. Like, come on, right. man. Like, I was expecting him to come at us with something funny, something clever, but, you know, he didn't. And yeah, that's he, where I have a problem.
2: Yeah, that's typically how it goes from the internet translated into real life he's at the bar he's had a couple of drinks in. he didn't even know what to say so he was starstruck probably <laughs> yeah honestly and
1: he then he continued to like message jack and follow up and like he's obviously oh he
0: messaged you oh yeah i didn't realize it was in my request uh folder so i didn't, I didn't see it what but did he i saw it like three weeks later and it was just like paragraphs and paragraphs of why he doesn't like us but just looks like it was written by a first grader like, oh uh, he was God. clearly inebriated. And I'm, and so I respond three weeks later. I was like, thank you for this coherent and comprehending feedback. That's all we did. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: like, is it really worth yeah, it at the end of the day? Bozo. But there, and everybody, yeah. all of our haters, they have one common thing that they're just so in tune to what we do that, like, you know, he's still thinking about Jack. And I always look at, like, when we get messages like that, you always look at what time they were sent, because if they're sent past, yeah. like, 10 o'clock at night. Somebody's buzzed, somebody's like on one, and they just have that little extra added keyboard courage, and like, I just have to laugh at that.
0: Keyboard courage, I like that.
1: Yeah, it's just like you're fucking
2: "Mm, ready to go.
0: For sure, for sure. All right, peaks or pits, Drew? uh,
2: So my pit is, I love ginger ale, and I love ginger ale a lot, and when I go out to these places, I can tell when these servers are putting Coca-Cola and Sprite and make it into a ginger ale. If you don't have ginger ale, just say you don't have ginger ale. They try to trick me by just mixing in the Coke and Sprite because that makes ginger ale. So to all the servers out there, if you don't got ginger ale, just say you don't got ginger ale. Just say you got Sprite or something because I'll take a Sprite, you know what I mean?
1: I never knew that Coke and, and Sprite was a substitute for ginger ale. Like, How did you learn that?
2: Yes, it's a it's a substitute for it, you know what I mean? Like,
1: How do they make ginger ale? Like, what is ginger ale? Just totally different?
2: Yeah, like, just standard ginger ale. It's got a certain taste. But when they mix it in, like, the diners or restaurants or something, you it has that Coca-Cola taste to it.
1: Yeah, it's literally not, couldn't even be close. Ginger ale, it's funny that you drink it all the time, because for me, that's like, when you're sick when you're a kid... You have a tummy ache and you have ginger ale. Like, that's what my mom would get me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, a very rare occasion, perhaps, I'm, like, hung over on an airplane and I'm, like, I want some ginger ale.
2: Yeah, ginger ale is the, that's my... Do you
1: drink it at home or just when you're out?
2: No, I'll dr- I got, I buy a case and I have it at the crib, too. Canada Dry at the house, too. Canada Dry, no baby. Shame, no shame, in the game. All so- right, next
1: time we're out, we're going to challenge you. Because, like, my dad's wife now, like, if they go to a diner, like, she wants corned beef hash. But she's like that girl that's like, well, is it homemade or is it from a can? And like, she needs to that's know great. the whole process of how the corned beef hash is made before she orders it. So next time you say, is your ginger ale like real or is it like a house <laughs> yeah. ginger ale? Is it <laughs> house special?
0: Basically. Drew so. brought this up at a diner and I didn't believe him. I'm like, there's no way it creates that legitimate of a taste. No. And then that night I was watching Seinfeld and there's a scene where George is like, I hate this restaurant because I can't I know they're mixing, you know, Pepsi and uh Sprite, oh. but you know, I just can't really tell. Nice. And I I agree with that. I think we gotta challenge you because that Ooh. might be an ego thing Let's or a placebo go. thing.
2: Yeah. Oh no, no, I could taste that. I'm a ginger ale connoisseur, so.
1: Hey, we'll take it to you. I don't know any other brand besides Canada Dry.
3: Schwe- Schweppes. Schweppes. Go oh, yeah. Those. Adirondack probably has a version. Shout out Fair Adirondack, enough. the best ginger ale Ooh. after Canada Dry. Ooh. Really? He put me onto that one. Love it. Price uh, point on that's good, too. Are they local?
0: Adirondack? Yeah. If not, that's a huge scam.
1: Do you mean like Polar or no? No,
0: Adirondack. I mean, there's a brand of Adirondack drinks. Polar ginger ale is trash. FYI.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But their seltzer is bomb.
0: Taylor, Peaks and Pits?
1: Um, I don't know if this is a peak or a pit, but I just think you guys would appreciate this story. So I had some people over for the Super Bowl and I wanted to make, it was so good. It was a Big Mac dip, so it, like, is literally all the ingredients of a McDonald's Big Mac, but it's a dip, so, like, chips or whatever, and I sent Keith out at the last minute, my boyfriend, to get, you needed, like, biscuits to go around it, and then you baked the cheeseburger dip in the middle. I didn't read all the directions, so, of course, this is, like, five minutes before everybody comes over. I'm the hostess with the Moses, so I got to have House Perfect. I've been, like, working my ass off all day. He takes forever to get it. So now I'm prepping in front of people, which if you have people over, that's kind of uncomfortable sometimes. And you've ever made like, um, like cinnamon buns or like crescent rolls and they come in that tube. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of a gray area where it's like popping champagne. Like you get a little nervous, like it has instructions and oh, yeah. you can feel like the, the air pressure, like release.
0: You know what that is? Physics. Yes.
1: Oh baby. Um, uh, I was going to have to jump off the roof if I was wrong, but so I'm literally in front of everybody. I'm like, "Can you just open this for me?" And I turn my back to start like prepping the whatever I'm doing, and I didn't really see what he did, but he fucking slammed it so hard that it hit the back of my head, sure. and then all of the all of the rolls just spit out like a waterfall all <laughs> over the counter and all over like into like my Yo. dining room where my laundry is. He did that, yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, Taylor, like I can be like, I get really like uptight when I'm hosting. Cause it, like I yeah. said, it's a whole thing. So I'm like, I would, if no one was here, I would turn around and be like, what the, f-? like, are you fucking kidding me? Like why? And everybody's laughing and he's like, Oh, I didn't know what just happened. <laughs> and he totally plays dumb. And I'm like, have you never opened one of these things before? Like you oh have to do God. it carefully. And then I'm embarrassed because like, I like, don't like, I'm like a five second rule kind of girl.
4: Yeah.
1: So now I have all these people over and I'm like hope they, they forget in five seconds. And I just start picking it up and putting it in the dip. Because I'm like, I'm using these fucking rolls. So I did. And the dip was a huge hit. So I guess at the end of the day, it was a peak. But, like, it actually hit the—it hurt my head. Yo,
4: that's like,
1: those funny. things come out fast. So the
0: metal the metal plate hit yeah, you? Yeah, oh like
1: the Lord. back of it. And then all the rolls just, like, went across. It would literally—it probably went from here to, like, your door. All the rolls. And I had to pick them up and just act like nothing happened. And then put it in my dip, which was, like, the prize— Treat of the night, like it was the best snack that I had at the party.
2: It was that extra flavor, you know.
1: Oh my god, I was the just like
2: floor flavor. Like
1: you just can't have that happen in front of people. That's too funny. Yeah, so I'm suing Crescent Rolls Pillsbury. Uh, I'm suing the Pillsbury <laughs> Dough boy man. After this, <laughs> whatever he is,
2: Keith just banging. He just it. like plays
1: dumb. Like oh, I don't know what I'm, happened. One time he hey. had a, we had people over to watch football too, and he had a TV on top of like a chair, like this, like a bar stool. Yeah. And of course it fell over and the TV smashed. (laughs) And I was so mad. And he's like, why are you mad? I'm like, because you put a TV on a, on a freaking ottoman. What do you expect?
2: Men logic is, doesn't make sense sometimes. It really doesn't. You know,
1: at my expense.
2: Nope. I'm going to back Keith up, though, you know? It happens. It, it was happens.
1: honestly, it was like a good party trick. Like, everybody laughed. Everybody <laughs> loved it. The and the party. dip was a hit. So, like, great way to break the ice before Ryan, people like have a
0: couple of beers. It or
1: yeah, it was just like a little cute, fun thing that happened. So Next party we it.
0: go to, we're going to see a bunch of them in the back of the fridge. <laughs> All right, time to take it out. we got <laughs> to get a laugh. let get the laugh.
1: crescent rolls going. That's funny.
0: So, your peak has nothing to do with your dramatic hair change?
1: No, uh, no. I think it's like the hair change. Because like, first of all, I got to post it first before you post this podcast.
0: Better post it quick.
1: I know. I got a couple alpha pics I got to get out first. Mm. Let's get a little content. But I think when you were talking about the Tri-City Circuit, maybe that's what I'm doing with my hair. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to do one of each because I feel like you should be able to change.
2: One of each what? Color?
1: Yeah. Like, I was blonde. Then I went to like, kind of like a honey, like chestnut color. And now I'm basically a full-blown brunette. And what? you guys were the first people that saw it.
0: And my you, jaw my jaw hit the floor. I thought the wrong person got off the elevator.
1: I thought it was a great reaction. Like nobody said they love it, but like the shock value is always something that I like.
0: Yeah. So what other colors could you do?
1: I don't know. Like, I mean, red. I, red. I wouldn't uh, do that, but it's more savage, of a joke. Uh, yeah, but like
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's the Tri-City circuit.
1: I'd have to go full-blown Blonde, red. Yeah.
0: Black, Brunette. red. Yeah, black no. would,
2: Have you done black before?
1: I, they wouldn't let me go any darker I'd than I'd say this black my and salon. that. Is, Similar yeah, this enough. is like a dark brown. Ugh. But no, I mean, I'm the botanista. So like I have to, I really do feel like change is good. You know, I think that people, they they get so stuck in their ways, no matter what they're doing, whether it's like where they live, their job, the way they dress, the way they do their hair. And like, I've always kind of just embraced like being whatever you feel and not worrying about what other people think. So like, I'm sure people are going to DM this to their friends and be like, that looks horrible on her. But How many other people are going to text me and say, oh, my God, I decided to cut my hair short because of you or whatever? Like, I did a pretty dramatic chop last January, like, cut all my hair off.
2: For sure. I I believe that you're a good role model, and a lot of women definitely look up to you within that. So if I saw somebody do something cool with their hair and I look up to them, I'm probably going to switch it up, too, you know? It's a... New weather's coming, so maybe you might have some other ladies I want to switch their color for the yeah. spring that's coming. Who knows, you know?
1: Just, like, confidence. It's just all about confidence yeah, and yeah. just feeling yourself, you know? And, like, yep. I could hate it. I'm not going to say that. Like, I don't know yet. It's going to take a little while to figure out if I like it. But I think I Me, like
2: it. Me, personally, I'm not feeling the fit with the hair. Okay. The, ha- the hair color's not matching the fit.
1: Really? I actually thought it looked good when I first got it done. Like, I thought it was, like, neutral.
2: I think more light color stuff because your hair is so dark. Yeah, this is my first time seeing you with dark color hair. Yeah, it's going to take some
1: getting used to. Yeah, I like the feedback though, Drew. I do.
2: That was my my only thing. So yeah, Granny's gone. Granny's gone. She's out.
1: She's going to the hair salon.
0: I know. I knew I would get her. You come get Granny.
1: I knew I would inspire her. Oh yeah, she does like the wires on this show, doesn't she? She's with reunited with the girls. Different kind of girl squad going on over there. All right, Franny, it's okay. Fun. Let's go round two. We got all <laughs> kinds of dogs on this show. I'll narrate while Jack's busy. But now we got Francine. Ready? Ready? You're going to be a good dad though, because like you already used to have like picking things up, having them on your lap. Your kids just can't be over like 25 pounds. But other than that, it's no big deal.
0: <laughs> you know, we've got a lot more patience for dogs. They're way cuter. They
4: are way honestly. hairier,
0: easier to cuddle. The whole nine. Hairier. Um, let's get into our post of the week. Post of the Week is brought to you by City Beer Hall in downtown Albany. Um, they definitely have ginger ale there. All right. They've got a little bit of everything. And I think they were the underlying MVP during National Pizza Day. We had a lot of people sending us that they went to City Beer Hall for their absolute game-saving pizzas that you get every time you get a drink, you get a little coupon for a free little pizza plate pizza that absolutely hits the spot and i think it's going to be our official uh pre-game and watch place for ncaa march madness which will be in albany for a couple of games um but we're obviously going to want to support that and watch all the games so catch us at city beer hall all throughout the march month of march or the march of the month and uh we'll have a good time there
1: march to city beer hall
0: so, what what were people saying that
2: the City Beer Hall is the best? Pe- re- re- well, we were joking that they have the best free pizza because we okay, put out okay. the list. Have gotta you ever go. had it? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, they definitely it is a real deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like that's a really smart marketing move by them, too, because, like, so many things in, like, you know, retail, shopping, all of that. Like, you got to have a hook for somebody, right? And then you get them in for life. Like, Victoria's Secret, they used to give you a free panty coupon in the... Uh, magazine that they would hand out. So you come in for the free panty, cool. but you stay and you leave with a bra, some lingerie, whatever. City Beer Hall, that's like your starter. That's your gateway drug into being a City Beer Hall fan for life.
2: I mean, and the location is cool. Like, it's like in its own spot, it's big on the inside. Don't they have like a patio outside too?
0: Yeah, we like did a, a show there a couple months ago. Low key. One of the best hidden patios right. in Albany.
1: I can't wait to get back out. We gotta really hit a patio tour. Maybe we, I don't patio know if we combine tour. that with the we have like the Capital Region vacay vibes. But like we've always said, like what, what are the best patios? What are the best places to push a porch pint of beer or ginger ale?
2: Wow, a pa- uh, the patio that that would that would be cool. That Stop. would be a funny pushing and, p.
1: Push and what does that mean?
2: <laughs> like player shit.
1: So like if I'm pushing P Like I don't know What is a P What is a P?
2: Player shit Like I'm, like you a player
1: I'm pushing player though What does a P stand for
2: Being a player
1: So we're gonna be pushing P All summer But we, can, but we
2: can make it our You know Anybody can push P, P But we're talking about patios Okay you know I mean? Alright I got it yeah, I just like that term But pushing P The OG term is player shit yeah. Okay
0: I like to push PP. <laughs> Porch pines Porch pines That's fair. Okay. Which we are doing right now with ice cold Sam Adams. (laughs) As I said before, this wasn't on the record, but the best way to consume a Sam Adams or any beer for that matter is in an iced glass. Put it in your freezer in the morning by nighttime. It just adds an element to the beer, a little bit of zing to the zang and just makes it so much more special to consume.
1: Yeah. You didn't know you needed it. Is that, was that the bunker where we figured that out?
0: No, where? Uh, Madison Theater. Madison oh, Theater. Oh, wow. Shout out. Of all places. Wow. Right. They it whipped that. it out of the freezer, and we were like, wow, this it Miller. It doesn't change the taste. It just changed the enjoyment factor.
2: Now, now, do I have to wet the glass prior to me putting it in the no. freezer? Do I just put no, it in No, it'll just conde- straight
1: conden- condense. Straight up.
0: Otherwise, yeah, it is. Then you got condense. ice. It'll yeah, condense.
1: Condense. You don't know, want <laughs> ice
0: in your beer, but it just cools it down. It's a nice little factor to it. So give it a try and uh, thank us cool. later. Um, but our post of the week was conversation hearts volume two we brought it back this year for uh, valentine's day and it's just uh, conversation hearts like the old terrible candies you used to get with with words on them and such um but we made it all upstate new york themes um we did this last year so kind of just put them off the top of my head going through it this year and i sent it to the group and nobody responded And then I'm like, all right, I'll just go with what I have. And then Taylor responds like an hour later. She's like, oh, I was doing the podcast and you were loaded with more.
1: I did not know I had this talent, Drew, because for years on Two Buttons Deep, we would have a group chat and we call it like a caption contest. So whoever comes up with the best pun, the silliest caption, the best fit would either like win a prize or just bragging rights or whatever. And I always lost. Like I, I'm a writer. So I have to like plan what I say, like I'm good, but I got to like type it. Like I'm not, it's not off the cuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know last night I was, I must've been geared up for 99 restaurants on Valentine's day, but I just, I just was feeling it. And I rattled off what I think was some of my best work to Jack and Jonah. Some of the funniest capital region focused, uh, I don't know, heart memes, Valentine's day. I put some in the comments, I mean, you missed some obvious ones, like show me your twin bridges. Mm-hmm.
0: I was thinking of the twin bridges. I was, uh, I worked around it, but you know, I was shocked. I came up with 16 on my own. I was, I was also, I, I, ratt- I figured
1: you and Hannah did it together. Honestly.
0: Uh, she reviewed them. She gave me some feedback. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it was, it was a twin bridges and Koksaki that I was circling around. Never got <laughs> to it, but I, I think we'll hold the, most of the ones you got for next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's look about what we post, because it banged. It did great. It's a great laugh. I really, love it. our really solidifies our, you know, our core values here yeah. at Two Buttons Deep of just highlighting the great upstate, making people laugh. And uh, I want to know what your favorite were.
2: I like the let's make night moves, you know?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That was just, a good one. I just
2: thought of, like, you coming up with let's make night moves. I don't know. I just, you sitting here making that, that shit was funny. So I like that one.
0: Ironically, that one was Hannah. But she, that one was, oh, let's go, that Hannah? was Hannah last year. She commented that on last year's post and guess who she tagged? Night moves.
1: Not you. Donnie Skipper. <laughs> oh no.
0: The Reddit rat. <laughs> the Reddit rat. Cause he had a song called night oh moves. Oh my God. And that, oh. I brought it up when we interviewed him. He's the Reddit rat that called into the show. He has a song called what? night moves on iTunes and it's so ridiculous it's somewhere between a parody and a song, but it's it's funny and it's actually about night moves. And then, uh, so she tagged him just because we were, you know, we, we don't yeah. know who he is, and he, he had his eight hundred thousand followers. Yep. And uh, well, so never. that's where Johnny I got that Skipper. one from. That's that's funny, a good one. Man. Yeah.
1: What's your favorite?
0: Uh, my favorite, honestly, was skin neck titty.
1: That's your favorite one,
0: <laughs> only because it's I hate I've hated it. I've hated that line up till. This moment, you know, you've, you've, it, it was a, it's just a very elementary joke and you see it all around. And it's as, as a someone who lives in Schenectady, it's disrespectful. And I, I don't like portraying a city in such a perverted fashion, except for here. This is the only place I felt where this joke landed. And uh, I think we can rest it after today.
1: Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that one. But, of course, right place, right time for that one. Um, I mean, my favorites were the ones that I'm not allowed to release because I am a comedic genius. You were just ripping. She was was ripping. I couldn't stop. I was just on such a roll. And, like, you know when you, like, read something? Like, you know how sometimes you're so funny? Like, I was just laughing. And I just was laughing at myself. And, like, that's such joy, like, that I can bring that to my own self. And I didn't really know what their reactions were going to be because I was going to send you one. And then Jack screenshotted, like, my—I was commenting on the 2 buttons deep one. But based on the comments that we got, I think of for a random zinger, people really liked the I Want Your Kodo experience. Because that's just so iconic. And we don't, like—you know, I mean, let's smash, like, the Glenville Bridge. I get it. We've It's mm-hmm. been—to me, the Glenville Bridge, I'm over it. I've said it before. I'm just—it's like enough for me. But I get it. it gets yeah. the numbies. But the Kodo experience, like, that's a Capital Region, like, thing that we don't talk about a lot. So the fact that so many people resonate with that— I think that's very gentle, funny. Yeah, yeah like a few jingle, people yeah. thought someone said it was like someone they must have had an inside joke or something. They're like, that one's like offensive or something weird where I'm like, What what happened to you at the Kodo experience? Like, right. did you have a bad Kodo experience that you are
0: didn't like still, that? Are they still alive? Yeah, yeah, they're oh. still around. Okay. We gotta check them Do you out. do you know where my fandom comes from? Yeah. Or my fame? I was in a Kodo commercial Yeah. when I was in ninth grade.
1: Hundred percent. And Remember I looked one of like, the
0: families? Yeah, yeah, I was. I looked like I was in sixth grade, but uh, I got to skip half a day of school to go film a Kodo Experience commercial because one of my friend's moms worked at the news station who was producing it, and it is the worst commercial of all time. It's you still, it's still a, have it? Yeah, it's, it's uh, somewhere. Yeah, we got it online, and at first it started airing. You know, this is like twenty ten and we saw it on tv people would reach out here and there and we were like oh my god this thing is so bad and then i was at the last harry potter midnight premiere and it came on and i i screamed out loud because i'm like it it made it was an absolute it made no sense like why this why they decided to make this commercial it was so bad it was like uh us reacting to someone who was bad at doing hibachi. They had this like white guy like trying to do it, but he was like flailing and missing. And we're all just like, ah!
1: It circulated okay, for so long. I feel like I
2: remember seeing it's, that.
0: You probably it, saw it. And it it's, like, don't, it's like still be It's like it. Don't fall the, for the imposter. Come to you, the Kodo experience. And the there Kodo I, experience. There I am. I, I've got a little afro, and it's just it's an all time. I knew I recognized you for somewhere. <laughs> <a minute. laughs>
1: uh, I don't know. They know hibachi like great experience yeah
2: let's go like, i've never been have you ever done sake? B-
1: you've never been to hibachi no. that's a video
0: yeah oh. we gotta go we gotta go back there's Coda. so many Melio. don't go to the imposter
1: there's so many Melio places that do hibachi though that we could take yeah, let's uh go. Let's. that we could take drew i had a sake bomb the other day because i went to a spot for sushi for my next like feature post and uh We got a sake bomb at the end, and that is good, clean adult fun if I've ever seen it.
0: You're gonna have to sake bomb. You're gonna have to drink a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. We could maybe he could do ginger ale with the bomb though.
0: (laughs) There you (laughs) go. No, no, I'm thinking of the when they squirt it in your mouth.
1: Oh, that. But then also when you go to like that kind of restaurant, you have a sake bomb. Have you ever had that where it's like a beer, and then they have two chopsticks and the sake in the middle, and then you go boom, 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 and then it falls in. You could do that too. But yeah, yeah, otherwise you just gotta get a little squirt.
3: Yep. The whole color yeah, you got to squirt
1: it on your skin, activity. titty.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jonah, you got a favorite? Yeah, mine is probably the most wholesome one. It was, I'd walk to Stewart's with you.
1: Oh, Jonah. I do
3: live near a Stewart's, but it's one that you don't, probably you don't want to walk to alone. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought the walking was a little much, but like. No,
3: that was the that was some of the origins of uh, me
0: and Hannah's love story. Yep. I was very drunk at McGeary's. I wanted Stewart's ice cream. And we were like, she was my neighbor, and we, uh, you know, we weren't dating at all. She was my neighbor. And I'm like, I'm walking to Stewart's. And she's like, you can't walk to Stewart's, because you go right through Arbor Hill. It's like, you know, midnight at that point. She's like, you can't walk alone. And I'm like, well, I'm going. And she's like, well, I'm coming with you. And then we walked all the way to Stewart's, and look at us, three years later, still dating.
1: That's very cute. I remember. happened. (laughs) <laughs> nothing
0: happened <laughs> so you see anyway yeah you can, you can walk through arbor stories. hill yeah. do you
1: remember that video jack and i did a video this is a long time ago this was like five or six years ago it was one of those times where you know when they like make a big deal about like predicting the end of the world oh
2: 2012 it was like yep. the
1: russian missile crisis some kind of like big some we thought a nuclear <laughs> yeah. war was legitimately going to happen sorry russia it wasn't russia but we thought china. there was china.
4: china china north korea north korea north korea, yeah. north korea. sorry yes.
1: Cut all that. Uh, We thought there was going to be a big, people literally thought we were going to get bombed. So Jack and I did a man on the street video in Troy where we asked people like what's on your end of the world bucket list. And people had all different kinds of crazy things. Some people wanted to build like bomb shelters. Some people wanted to, I don't know, like fuck Matthew McConaughey. And this one couple was like, we asked and he's like, I would just like want to eat ice cream with her one last time. Wow. and it was a really sweet i think once we got that clip we were like all right we're wow. done someone wholesome chimed in that's not like you, you know
2: you guys gotta bring me over and and uh show me all of the two buns content because i really there's so much i haven't seen and i really would like to you'd probably appreciate the, it to like yeah. see how
1: much we've grown really for sure,
2: for sure. we used so. to do
1: great we, we used to ask people we did one whole video about would you drink milk with dinner
2: yeah, I think it'd be cool to, to reminisce and archive and yeah, some stuff.
0: It's tougher to do man on the streets now because we get recognized most places. We can still do them, but that's yeah. like when you know zero people knew who we were, so we we could walk up to anybody. People are you know, I feel like people are more reactive to being on camera now. I'm that you know.
2: I feel like, like man on the street stuff is kind of done anyway. You know yeah I mean? yeah. So I think it, yeah, it,
0: it helped stuff. us get out there though because then every sure. person we interacted with would give a sticker, and you know, a lot of our OG fans are people who appeared in videos and saw that kind of stuff. So it's a great way to build the brand. Um, but I think we've surpassed surpassed it, but I'm not opposed it's to it. It's
1: also a good, um, I will say as a personality though, it's a really good exercise into getting better at what you're doing because you have to go in cold. You have no relationship with somebody. They don't recognize you. And like, that's where you kind of like grow your balls really. Cause like if you're on any other kind of shoot, like and you don't really fully bring it those shoots there's no other option and really you find through men on the street that they're actually some of the easiest videos because if you're in front of the right people they do all the work like the are high video you know that those people did all the work for me but I had learned I've done so many over the years that I think that's what makes that has made me a better person on camera is just to be able to go in cold because sometimes you could psych yourself out.
2: The, spont- the spontaneity to it. You know? Yeah,
1: it's just like you have no choice. Like, you have to just go. I mean, so many times Jack's given me this look, and I'm like, oh, Dad, like, I just don't want to go. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to ask that person. I don't want to go up to them. And, like, you get him shaking your head at you for, like, five people you missed. You're like, I'm fucking getting that next person.
2: Well, I remember the first time I – the first video I did with you, we went we around Mother's Day, and we had to go around and ask people. And it was kind of – Kind of awkward and yeah, that's a good weird, way to you get know? your balls.
1: We got to so, get Brian doing yeah. man on the street. He might he could benefit from that kind of exercise. I think. I mean,
2: and, he, and like real quick, and like I'm an outgoing person. It was just like hard to like just walk up to people and be like, hey, with
0: a camera and stuff. Oh, and it's, 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 like, it's, it's hard. It's different. It's a different vibe. Like, I think we had one of our most challenging man on the street uh, assignments last week when Brian went to the nursing home. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a little, that's a little like, like extra circumstances.
0: That was old person in a chair, not man in the street, but (laughs) same concept going in absolute cold and Taylor called it. She was like, you guys got to go get a drink before it. Thank you. Loosen up, go a couple buttons deep. But Brian had got out of work, showed up a little late, changed literally in the Stewart's bathroom into a full fledged Cupid costume. And we were 15 minutes late. So, you know, my... (laughs) Plan B was for him to chug a Miller in the Stewart's parking lot. We didn't even have time for that. Um, because I'm like, get the picture, get in the car. And you guys took like five minutes taking that picture for some reason.
3: Yeah, it's a challenging Stewart's to, uh, to
0: take a photo <laughs> in front of, I guess. Shit no one has ever said before. But <laughs> I, I'm glad tell. it took a while because that night I'm on Twitter and I see a tweet from a pretty renowned former Times Union reporter now Albany professor, you Albany professor, and he snagged a photo <laughs> of you guys doing your photo shoot, and it looks like a Renaissance painting because... So funny. Brian sprawled out, like posing. Cupid,
1: we didn't mention that, he's Cupid. Dressed
0: as Cupid, Jonah's squatting, taking the photo, then there's two people walking in to get ice cream just absolutely dazed and confused about the whole situation and i don't think he knew it was two buttons deep so he just posted it being like you know how, how deep does your run love it was like through? a Sha- he tried
1: to make it like shakespeare-esque like how yeah. deepeth is the thy Stuart's love or something which was
0: very funny so people eventually tagged us and uh we posted that but i think that's that was the so first, funny like
2: two buttons meme that somebody's taken of us right Oh, uh,
0: we've been memed before. We've oh, been okay, but okay. this
1: one was particularly funny. And I, I just yeah. was thinking about it as you're describing it, like you see like the influencers of the wild page and people always make fun of boyfriends for doing it for their girlfriends. But the fact that it's two guys, like almost adds a whole other layer. Like we know it's for content, we know it's Brian and Jonah, but like to anybody else, like what is happening? I if you know. see like tourists do it or guys to girl, you get it. But like that is unexplainable to anybody that's not in our like world
0: for sure. More questions than answers. That's but true. We went on our way, went to the retirement home, uh, the Eddie Village Green at Beverwick, a part of St. Peter's Health Partners. Nice. There we go. Nailed it. Brian had trouble nailing that in the intro. That's a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. He's, I'm like, what's the name of this place? And he said that. And Brian was like, oh, what did he just say? And I'm Not like,
1: going to work. <laughs> yep. Just <laughs> Not say gonna we're work here at the nursing me. home. Yep. Uh, but was we went story? in,
0: uh, it? No, it was in Slingerlands area, S- Albany. Yeah, it was Albany. by that Stewart. So um, Albany area. And my grandma's there. That's how we got it set up. I uh, Months ago, my mom was like, oh, the manager here loves Two Buttons Deep and, you know, would love to do something. And, you know, I'm like, all right. Didn't think twice about it. But then when we had this Cupid costume idea, and we did, you know thought about doing something with older folks. I'm like, oh, my God. We reached out. They said, yes, shockingly, let us come in. They had a whole table of residents lined up. And it was probably the most difficult man on the street we've ever done because they couldn't hear anything. Yeah, I mean. And we were were wearing masks, which made it all the more difficult. That's
1: challenging to talk to a regular, you know, of age person. So a lot of credit to Brian and you guys for pushing through that shoot. You know, sometimes like you're funny how we talked about music on the last podcast, but like you know, sometimes you're like, there's nothing to like break the ice. Like when we film like workout stuff, like usually there's music blaring and like that helps you like focus on a workout. But for us, we have to like dull any sound. So like I can just picture you guys walking into like a nursing home, which like I go to my grandfather's. It's super sad. It's sterile. It's awkward. And like being able to deliver such a heartfelt video and make it look natural is very difficult. So you definitely pulled that off
2: yeah no it came out good i thought he was gonna go kind of magic mike kind of way yeah that's what i was hoping that's what i thought i thought he was gonna go like get a little his dance going on but it looks like he needs some millers for the next one yeah you
1: gotta i mean that's the other thing of man on the street training i mean i would say 95 percent of shoots that we've done we have a beer before and it's just required it really (laughs) is It, it is
0: you got to be two buttons deep.
1: You, I mean you have we live the brand.
2: One thing that I liked is when the one lady was like back when I was really popular she was the most popular. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was my grandma. That's so that's, a, Jack's that's a, oh, she's beautiful. Man. And talk she about is. yeah, no, talk about an awkward shoot. Like we you know it's a very funny 2 minutes but we shot for almost 30 minutes. Oh my god. And it yeah. was probably two to three minutes between each of them saying something in response.
2: Also, the one girl was like how she got a rose from the guy. She got a rose from the guy, and then he just never saw him again. So it's like, uh, like a one-night stand. (laughs) I was like, yo. I I
1: always think the women, like, they remain a little more sharp for some reason. Like, I mean, it depends on your situation. But the women, they have their, like, wits about them, and it is very funny to capture. And what I liked about the video is, like, I think we all knew it was a good idea going into it because it's sweet and, like, we didn't want to offend anybody. We didn't want to make it, like, a random, like, attack at, like, someone's work and catch someone off guard. So, like, we all felt that this was the safest way to approach the shoot. But after the fact, just the type of people that I saw sharing it and reacting to it, like, it really struck a chord with, like, a different audience. Like, people that I know follow us but don't post or share our stuff were, like, if you want something, like, to brighten up your day, like, this is it. And the fact that they got that out of that piece... Of course, we get it, but, like, they really, like, leaned into that.
2: And what I've noticed, too, from, like, the social media stuff, like, sometimes not the... It doesn't always have to be the stuff that gets the crazy numbers. Like, sometimes it's cool to reach out and do the different stuff. I agree. That Even your followers, they don't like any of your other stuff, but you just post this one random video. It may be different from what you normally do, and they like that, and they just run with that. You yep, know what I mean? You're right. And... and sometimes i'm like yo like some stuff might be too niche but at the same time it it still resonates with your people you know creates
1: like a fan for life in a different way for sure you never know where people are gonna see us
2: because i haven't seen no you guys haven't done that type of content before so it's cool to like that you got different people sharing it and liking it so
0: yeah a lot of people are like i can't wait for you to do this at more nursing homes and i'm like no, that's a
1: behind the buttons. You don't want to see what goes into that. It's definitely a challenging subject to work with. But, yeah. I mean, luckily you had a good engaging group, and I'm sure the fact that it was your grandma probably helped get yeah, us in the that door made it, well. that made
0: it fun for me. But, yeah, the added pressure to it, you know, it's awkward to do man on the streets just as is, but we there was a crowd watching my mom and my mom's like, Oh, I invited Aunt Pam. And she's oh like, my God. how many people? I'm like, mom, no, we need silence. Like this is, yeah. this can't be a spectacle. Oh, that's So she's so like, well, I already invited Aunt Pam and I'm like, all right, Aunt Pam can come, but just stop. Don't be you <laughs> know, you, howling in the background the whole right. time. Um, but, this, this was probably the most exciting thing to happen at this facility in yeah. God knows how long. So every nurse was there. All the, like, who knows? They just ditched everyone else in the nursing home because <laughs> I had to get media releases to be part of this. Right. But I look back and there's probably a dozen people just like, peering in the door watching Aww. this super... Yeah, but it was so awkward in real time. And I'm right. like, it's going to come together well. Don't yeah, worry it about it. Yeah, it
1: sounds sweet. But oh, there's, yeah, yeah. Like Jack said, he's like, I like to have control. You know, like you just yeah. don't necessarily always need to see how it's made. But I think you guys did a great job. And I'm that that is one of those things that I think we'll be proud of in the long run. For, For sure. Brian, great job. And we didn't even talk about the costume. I mean, that was so. pretty... I mean, that was a two-button-deep costume. I mean, he had a nipple out. I thought it fit him beautifully. I know he was mm-hmm. a little nervous about the fit, but I thought it fit him really well. You said I should wear more neutrals with my dark hair. Maybe I could borrow that because yeah, that was, like, yeah, basically yeah. skin-colored. Um, Don't think you could wear that. I would like to know how Brian felt in that, but we'll so have to ask him another time.
2: The thing that stood out for me with the costume, his one toe. The oh, one no. toe <laughs> was just out. So It wasn't the right size sandal. No. It was a tiny sandal. And his feet were like over it. It was just funny. Like, oh my God. So hey.
0: To be That's fair, he, he got dressed in the Stewart's bathroom in a in a you know in a timely fashion. We were rushing. And there was probably fifteen components to this costume and it had no instruction manual. Mm. Like I think there should be some sort of assembly, you know pamphlet to show you how to put this thing on but it's just all these pieces and he, he figured it out pretty well but the sandals we struggled with
1: that's very funny yeah. props yeah. to brian
0: yeah um but it was better than uh your costume last weekend oh at the, at he, the pl- he was more dressed than you were that's true for the lake george polar plunge on the last episode uh we kind of put it up in the air to see who wanted to do it it's something we've always wanted to do were you happy you volunteered or did you, you regret it right after
2: at first, I was like, um, I got it. It doesn't matter. But then when it started getting closer, I was getting nervous. And then when I was there, I was shaking. And I was like, oh, man. So, no, I'm, I'm hyped that I did it. I'm hyped that I did it. Like, i never done something like that before. And shit, I got to smoke in there too. Yeah, we we and we got to go to Duffy's afterwards. The whole day was fun. I I, I had fun. Man. I said
0: that was a great day in the great upstate. Hundred percent. You you solidified yourself in the great upstate history books, which is our own record book of <laughs> being the first person like to that. legally smoke a polar blunt on record. Yep. At a polar plunge. Let's go. Which I love. Let's go. Because who else was going to think of that and do that? Nope. Nobody. No. Nobody.
1: Not me. I'm glad I didn't have to do it, but you guys looked good. It was fun to be an observer at that shoot versus somebody that was actually on the ground.
2: Yeah, Taylor came through with a good angle. Thank so you. We needed that. So, no, nah, it was it was a fun day. The lady the lady in red was uh, she was acting like the trench bowl from Matilda. I was going to like, <laughs> yep. She was yep. acting like that. So, it was just funny. Yeah. It's so funny
1: cuz I thought she was saying nothing. I was just so far away. It looked like she was just like supervising. Oh,
0: well. oh, she was supervising. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. The, there, was so, there was a couple hundred people that showed up for this event. It was packed. You know, the whole uh, pier was filled with people and the crowd loved you. Once you went out, because you, you came back first, you got out of the water. You didn't go in with the joint blunt. We'll get into that in a little yeah. bit. Um, but the you know, once you went out and started smoking, the you got a good reaction from the crowd. Nice. People are happy to see that. I didn't see I didn't I didn't even recognize that cuz I'm just I, I was so I was literally
2: frozen. Let me give you how I was <laughs> feeling. So, it's cold outside. I'm in my shorts. Yeah, it was 32 degrees for 32 degrees. It, that's cold. And I'm outside in just shorts and some some sandals on, chancletas. And and I'm like they call us like three, two, one. I run in and those are Taylor thought I was like doing theatrics, but I'm like legit screaming. I'm, <laughs> it was just so shocking. It was so cold. My body instantly was like prickling, and it felt like I was getting a thousand needles on my whole body. Like it, it hurt. And then I ran out, and then I'm like, nah, fuck it. I gotta, I gotta go back in one last time. So, and I was like somewhat numb by that time, and went in and hung out a little bit.
0: So, for the record, did you smoke a blunt or did you smoke a joint? Good question. That was a <laughs> that was a joint.
2: That was a joint. Well, I know we did put blunt. I wasn't even thinking of that when, when you typed that out. I haven't smoked blunts in so long. Like papers, I smoke a lot, so blunt if you just smoke back to back blunts, my fucking throat would be done. And pack Like, a pack of papers, $2. You get a whole bunch. Like, papers is better for your lungs and whatnot. So, joints all day. But, yeah, that was a joint. No no blunt.
0: All right. Everyone can relax now.
1: Yeah, like, as if you guys don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, people are so, they put on, like, their little fucking investigative hat, and they're like, that's wrong.
2: Yeah, like, I know, I know the difference. I, trust <laughs> me. I know the difference of all the different types of things you could do with it. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm if aware. you're going to
1: that length to smoke something, you would think, you know, yeah. like, and you lit it with a match. Like, let's talk about that. Like that's, that was classy. It, was, it was so windy out. Like you, like you literally, I found that out after that you used to match. So I feel like that's impressive. Thank I can't you. even Thank light a candle with like a regular match. Like it burns, <laughs> it burns too fast. Like I need one of those like right. long lighters,
2: but it was a match. I forgot. It yeah. Was, I feel right. like that's
1: more credit that people yeah, need. Right. But yeah, that was a True. fun shoot. Luckily we have Jonah too who like actually could go in the yeah, water with he you went because in the water. I kind of yeah. forgot like forgot that, that angle too. was so natural that I forgot it wasn't Jack doing it cuz yeah. he's, you know, obviously getting a different yep. angle. So, I mean, that was like you were pampered that day. You had three different cameras on you. You had your hype squad came. I was really uh happy for you that you had people come out. I think yes, yep. you know, it, it's kind of cool for you to like get to the point where like you have support from other people that like want to watch you do crazy shit cuz like a lot of people are like, why would you be doing that? Like, Jack, Taylor, whatever. But then when you have a crew, like, my mom shows up to my stuff, even though it's, like, dangerous and weird. Like, I really appreciated that your squad showed up for you. For and sure. just had that level of support, even though, like, if you literally said, for work today, I'm going to jump in the 32-degree, like, water or whatever, like, people would be like, what? I know. <laughs> but, like, know. this is our job. So I like I that know. for you,
2: for sure. It's the coolest job. Two, two months deep is the coolest. So this this shit is so cool. Yeah, you guys officially announced that you signed
0: the contract. You and Brian. Yep, yep.
1: You didn't sign your life away though, like you yeah. said on the fifth place podcast. Little dramatic. <laughs> I signed mean, life. like you're joke. making people think we're like we got a hold on you. Yeah, no,
0: no. no I'm just paying you, bro. So
1: not Nexium. <laughs>
2: Nah, I thought it was like a joke. I thought it was, but yeah, but like
1: I, I'm thinking of who's gonna listen to that and go, "Oh God, they're like abusing him or something." Nah, nah, it's okay. I'm nah. just teasing. Yeah, you.
2: like I made the joke, like I'm part of the Illuminati now. You know? What I mean? <laughs> oh, great, <laughs> love
1: that. All right.
0: Well, the way I think the way Brian, I wish he was here to defend himself, or the way he posted made him seem like he's full time. Like he, someone
1: asked me if he was,
0: yeah, which was funny. But one day
2: when he did post it, I was like, "Oh, I could have did. I could have posted it on my." my page i yeah. didn't even realize it when i after after he posted it, i was like oh my. but yeah
0: i mean but not not, not much has changed We're kind of doing the same shit just more officially yep. you haven't signed your life away yeah you can still yeah, run. no i
2: haven't signed my life away that was a joke that was a joke <laughs> <laughs> just want to so, get it on record so, also nobody took that in no type of way the people that listen to it nobody i, I yeah, know yeah. i'm
1: just teasing you but <sighs> i'm like oh god like that's the last thing we need is people think but but honestly for us that's a no like when we read to our website, we should have, like, a team page so people know oh, cool. who's on the team and who's not. Because, like, sometimes we get asked about other personalities that are just, like, friends or, like. But lately, I feel like a lot of people are asking me, like, who is on your team specifically and who's, like, not. Cool. So I think maybe that's something we could include, like, where people really know. Or even, like, in the highlights, like, Drew content, Brian content. Yeah. Or,
2: or we could just have a pinned post of the team. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, all the pin that. posts are all jack right now, so we're oh. going to have to no, update I that. No, I unpinned oh, after the Golden Buns. They're buttons. still on Facebook, I think. All oh. our three pin videos are your three videos of the year. Well,
0: <laughs> at, at the time, they were the best videos.
1: At the time. At yeah, the time. it's been yeah, a few
0: it's months. A new,
2: it's a new year.
0: All right. It's been a few months. I just clear. dropped the uh, edit, so I'm you know going to clear the slate. I, I think we should pin Plunge. We'll pin Brian. All right. You're
2: I'm right. not a huge pinner in general. Yeah, you don't but. have to pin our stuff. But No, but I've
0: never been a pin guy, but then I'm like that's your first impression of the page. That's true. And do I want it to be, you know, a pizza list or do I want it to be our best video in no, the last No, I
1: definitely see it on Instagram yes. for us, for sure, being necessary. Um, so I you're right.
0: I, I, it's time for a refresh. I thought I did on Instagram, but I, I'll pin uh, our best of 2023 and route yeah. to the next Golden Buttons. I like that. Yep, let's go. Uh, we've got another exciting shoot coming up for our peek into the week, which is presented by Melio. If you see yourself ordering food in the next week, you got to use Melio. Got like, there's you. literally no other way to go. It is a local food delivery service based in Latham. They charge restaurants less than all the other competitors. Like, you're kind of a bad person if you don't use it. It's
1: And it's just easier. Like, it yeah. just you yeah. feel better. I have a Melio, like, you know when people say, like, they would give you the shirt off their back is a phrase? Yeah. yeah. So I went to the Fruit Loop today in Latham, which is a Melio spot, and the owner was behind the counter, and she had on a Melio shirt. And I laughed and I'm like, wow, you're really repping like the Melio brand today. And she usually wears her own shirt of her own company. And she goes, yeah, the owner of Melio was here a little while ago. And the shirt that I was wearing was like all stained. Like it had like grease on it. And he literally gave her the Melio shirt so she could have a clean shirt to wear for the day. So that's a lot of respect. I love that.
0: love that. Great little plug. I love Blake. He's the owner. Super cool dude. And pretty much like... Every couple of weeks, I'll get an email from Blake and it's just like, hey, thanks for being a Melio customer. Here's five bucks.
1: Oh, I've never gotten that. So let me get that email.
0: Well, he must like me more than
1: <laughs> we are Melio customer, though. We don't if we don't use it, we're not talking about it.
0: And one thing I like
2: about Melio is like I like getting stuff back from when I pay. So you get points back and it builds and you can use that and whatnot. So I think it's cool to see your dollars turn into something, at least. Yeah, you know like, at I mean? the
1: very least, it covers your tip, which I appreciate. Or it yeah. goes a little bit towards your tip when you yeah. have that moolah to give back. Then you're just giving it back to the person that's making sure it gets your door hot or cold, whatever you're yeah, ordering. Just
2: give me something back. Or make a meter on my app change and go up. Make make me feel like I'm gaining something. We want know? to yeah. feel appreciated and not yeah. like we're
1: signing our life away.
0: Yeah. Don't want to do that, right, Drew? <laughs> you do want to do that. <laughs> Especially for Two Buttons, deep. All right. Peek into the week is what we also peeked into last time, but it got postponed because of the cold. Now we're not sure if it's going to happen because of the warmth. Oh, Outhouse races.
1: Yeah, this is pretty wild.
0: It's got to happen. This was supposed to happen during the polar plunge, but Taylor's going to participate in one of the most peculiar events upstate New York has to offer, Outhouse races.
1: Yeah, and I'm like... I feel like I'm either way on this. We're like, when it was going to happen during the literal coldest day of the year, I was like, obviously relieved. I wanted to do the shoe. I knew it would be kind of golden buttons worthy. got a great fit plan, but there was like a sigh of relief that we didn't have to go out there on that day and do that thing. Now, a lot of time has passed. I want it to be the best it can be, but if there's no snow, what are we doing there? You cannot race outhouses in the snow. I mean, without the snow, like you literally have a track, they're outhouses, they look like toilets, I'm going to be inside of one. And they need snow on the ground for people to operate it like a sled. So there's a rumor that they will be manufacturing snow, which I feel like is extra. Like I almost just want it to be the real thing or not, like, because then what are the circumstances? And I'm competitive. Like if I go, I have to win. Yeah. So is fake snow going to throw my team off their game? And I want to wear this jumpsuit that I have. So when else am I wearing this?
2: I hear you. Um, I think they, they need to make that snow. Cause if it doesn't happen now, it's not going to, it's just going to keep getting postponed. Oh yeah. This is it. it's yeah, it's, it's, it's got, it's, it's got yeah, to happen. Yeah. It's got to happen.
0: I'm hyped for it. I'm ready to see it. Or they turn it into an aquatic sport.
1: Oh Jesus Christ. Instead
0: of a sled, you're on a tube. Uh, and you have people pull you in the water.
1: Too dangerous. Too many people have died by falling through ice, like water well, accidents. No ice. It Doesn't matter. I'm not going under. It's too cold. Like I'm just There'll not I'm not fucking bunch. with that. So <laughs> this would be it for me for sure. Um, it would be back to back weekends in Lake George, which I hope like, you know, we can maintain the the energy factor of going to Lake George back to back weekend cuz we kind of exhausted like all the winter things there last week. So we might have to switch it up if we go again, but I don't honestly I'm thinking it's not happening. That's my head right now. That's my gut is that it's not going to happen.
2: Because the weather's been too nice, right?
1: Weather's been too nice. I don't know how... They said if they were going to make snow, they would make enough so there would be like a track. But then like visually, just like, does not look good? Like, I just feel like a lot has changed. And, you know, I am team climate change for the most part. But like, this is one of those times that I'm like, you know, this could suck. Jonah obviously doesn't listen to my podcast because it's basically an (laughs) anti-climate change podcast.
0: You're
2: endorsing it. (laughs) Warm weather. Yeah. So... Have you? So, you've never done this outhouse before? No, we
1: just spectated. So, this is like. Like, somebody posted last week on their Instagram story. just a random girl. Like, she was getting ready for Chowder Fest, which we also went to last week in Mm -hmm. Saratoga. And she was like, what is more upstate New York than Chowder Fest? Because she works in the city now. So, people are always like, oh, like, you're so upstate. Like, going to drink chowder. Like, that's so gross. So, she opened a question box. And people are like, you know, ice castles, like, turkey trots, like, all different traditions. And I just wrote, I hit her with it. I'm like, outhouse races. Because what is more, like you're miserable in the middle of winter there's nothing to do it's that like kind of like what people in new york city think like hick like you're out in the middle of yeah. nowhere like you're gonna build a wooden outhouse and race it yeah uh, under what circumstances it's crazy and there is a product. you win like 1500 dollars if you Whoa. win so i gotta meet with our client that is helping us with this and make sure i could get a cut cover our cost for the day
2: so as you're racing is the door to the outhouse open or closed?
1: I don't think there is a door. Like okay. so I'm visible. So like okay. we were gonna put a camera on me and then like it literally like people get like those like tracks on their shoes and they just like hold it like they're sled dogs and just run.
2: Mm. And
1: then you race against another one. But like last year there's like collisions. Like it's gonna be intense
2: mm. if we do it. Okay. Um it it better happen. It
0: better happen. I want to see that go down.
1: I don't know. What do you think?
0: I mean I wanna go to poopies, so I hope it's on. <laughs> I'm down yeah, to go wanna, to Poopies regardless. Yeah, we I, gotta come full circle on Poopies.
1: I want to wear the. Can I, It's twisted t, I want to wear that out. Like I want to wear the outfit that I plan. I have to yeah. wear it this winter. So if I don't wear it that day, I don't know when else I will wear it's it. It's gonna be next year. I can't wait another year. I'm, I'm dying to get in that it? fit. I've had it for a year, so I want to yeah. wear it this year. So if it doesn't debut at the house races, I'm confident to say that I will be wearing it somewhere it's a cool this year. Color, right? before it it's just it's pretty sick. It's on like TV commercials and shit. Like I'm wearing
0: it. Oh, let's go. Yeah. I'm par with that. Do you do you have the twisted T blow-up jet ski?
1: I have twisted T inflatable items in my garage. I'm not exactly sure what is what one I have. Okay. In a weird way, I do feel like you got it, but I might have it. Cuz we had an idea with it last summer that we didn't execute. So, yeah. I at the very least I have a snow tube.
0: Well, we were just trying to think of what we should do with the blow-up ski. I mean, it might be that it might be in my, I mean, it's full spring right now. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. However, we're just trying to get ahead of the idea of what we could do to execute with a blow-up, twisted T.
3: Jet ski. Jonah? Yeah, no, it's just taking space in my living room right now. So you you have, you haven't? Yeah, yeah, fully inflated. I'm hanging out on it. No,
1: he doesn't. He's lying. No, do, I, do,
3: I do have it. I, you I have, do have a possession Jeffy? of it. After yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> all that. All
1: right. Well, great. You could have chimed <laughs> in all... a little sooner. It's okay. We're like brainstorming. Charles, no, like, it's mine. Guys, it's mine. You guys don't get it. Like, half of my garage is two buttons deep. And when I have to get something, it's like a pro, it takes like a little bit of time because things are fucking, it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's like stacked oh, the whole Update. thing.
0: We're going to start renting for a great price a room in Jonah's apartment and have that <laughs> as our storage <laughs> unit. Cheaper okay. than a storage unit and more convenient. Okay. And then you, you can empty your garage. Okay. Of most of the stuff. Yeah, I got to keep
1: the merch, obviously. But yeah, accessories, sure.
0: So uh, we have two ideas for this. And we can brainstorm because nobody can steal this. Uh, One is take it for a spin at the Empire State Plaza pool.
1: Or the Wilton Mall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or the Wilton Mall That would pool. be like
1: the dive bar that you went to. Nobody <laughs> would give an absolute F about that. No
2: one
0: would even glance. So nope. You're talking about the inflatable jet ski. Yeah, it's like a yeah. straight up, full size inflatable jet ski. Correct. Or there is a fundraiser in Mechanicville. Oh, they would love this plug, but I forget what it's for. Oh, and it's no. called a whatever, it's like a whatever can float event. And you go down mm. like a part of a creek and
1: oh, I love that you
0: can only go like you can't bring a kayak. You can only bring obscure things yep. that float. And I don't know if it's a race or whatever, but it's for a firehouse or something. Oh, oh they're I screaming love this. right now. But that's something we could roll up to. Otherwise. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I think that, that's
1: really funny. That's Maybe my uh, jumpsuit floats. Who knows? It's pretty buoyant. I feel.
0: Yeah, I think I mean, I think we'd have to rep the whole thing.
1: They have twisted tee, bathing suits, bikinis, uh, yeah. shorts. They have all cowboy hats to circle back to your story at Palais. Like they've got it all. It's yeah. kind of rocking twisted tea colors right now too.
0: Yeah, I'm ready. Third option is you bring it whitewater rafting up in the Adirondacks.
1: <laughs> Don't think we'd be able to get that far. I've been in the Come rules? Come on,
0: that's my style. I'm down to do that one. Because no, because people where I go, it gets to like three on the scale of five, which is pretty intense. But oh, they let no. you go down in an inflatable tube, maybe like certified good ones. But yeah. I mm-hmm. think if you know if we were able to hire them to go along with us in the real one, so Jonah could film, that could be a hell of an adventure.
1: I'm going to pass. That's a no for me.
0: That's a yes for me. And for those reasons.
1: I'm out. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, I'm (laughs) I'm out.
0: All right. No, we're out. We're really um, out. No, all right. We'll stick with the creek idea like that. But uh, say a prayer. We come come out for next week because I want to go to poopies.
1: All right, let's go, baby.
0: All righty, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Behind the Buttons. Shout out to Sam Adams for taking us a few buttons deep. Make sure to freeze your glasses, and we'll see you the next episode enjoy the day say, folks like, review subscribe
1: listen you know no oh, big yeah i'll freeze your glasses
0: review yeah and review and subscribe the show <laughs> goodbye <laughs>